Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Support Wrestle Talk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I am joined once again after a week absence. Luke Owen. Hello, Swaft Nation. Hello to you, Oliver Davis. And although we are talking about how I've had a week's absence, people have heard my, excuse me, sultry tones because we pre-recorded quite a bit of stuff. But that said, it is great to be back. Woo! Cheap pop. Cheap pop. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be back at work. I was very much looking forward to coming back into the studio, kind of getting back on with things. My uh, my wife was a bit concerned that when we got we landed. Uh, quite late on Friday, about 2am, so technically Saturday morning, she was like, oh, you're going to have to do work over the weekend. And I was like, no, 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 already ahead of myself, already got that covered, but I do have to go for a couple of hours on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have to meet the SWAF Nation. Yeah, I've got to go meet the SWAF Nation on Sunday, so apologies for that. Um, the uh, Yeah, we were meant to have a replacement for you, apologies SWAF Nation, for last Wednesday, but yeah, that didn't happen. So so sad. So I'm sorry about that. That was the first Raw and SmackDown review we've missed for about four months, I guess. I'd, I'd say so, yeah, mm. since WrestleMania. Yeah, and we're only going to get more lax. Like, that is the start <laughs> of the floodgates. Standards are going to slip. Audio we, issues are going to creep in. As soon as we realised that no one cared. Yeah. And we were like, ah, do you know what? Maybe we don't need to do it. No, I put up a Wrestle sketch early. I mean, it was going up regardless, but yeah. I thought I'd just put it up on Wednesday as a make amends. How did that go? It went down pretty well. Everyone, everyone says they want the wrestle sketch, and then not enough people watch it <laughs> to, to <laughs> so, warrant the time it takes yeah, to actually yeah. make it. Uh, no, but it's 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 done well. It's gotten up there now, uh, and and that was just like a as a treat because it already paid for itself really with the the sponsorship things we did Absolutely, earlier in the yeah. month. So um, this is obviously our first chance to really chat with mm. each other since uh, since the wedding, and um, we talk a little bit about it in the show. But do you have any podcast exclusive stories that you want to share? Podcast exclusive stories for the podcast exclusiveness on the wedding, for the exclusiveness of the podcast. See, most of oh, I can tell you one thing. I woke up. Sunday morning after your wedding in sheer panic. It was crazy. My heart was racing. This doesn't I'm a pretty chilled guy. Mm. Pretty relaxed. Uh but my heart would not stop racing and I was like, I know I'm not actually scared. I'm just experiencing all the physiological symptoms of being scared. What the hell is happening? 
but it wouldn't stop and it was like this was like half six and it wouldn't stop and it was it was an hour at this point i was just like lying in bed trying to breathe to slow slow it down and i turned to my lady partner and i was just like i, I feel really scared what's wrong and she was like what are you scared of I was like, i'm not scared of anything my heart's just going really fast and she took one look at me and just went that would be the jaeger bombs <laughs> I was like, how many did I do? And she went, you did all of the Jaeger bombs and you didn't eat anything after dinner. And I was like, are you angry with me? And she went, a little bit angry. And I went, is that why I'm scared? You only just found that out, so probably not. (laughs) Now, apparently I was so excited, I just kept on running around talking to people I knew from the stag do and left her by herself. Oh, bless. Uh, But yeah, she always found me, which was good. Yeah, I just needed some food in the end. Yeah, that was what that sorted was really... me out. What about you? What about your exclusive stories? Uh, I mean, I don't think I have any. I, I tell you what, one of my favourite moments from the from the wedding. I've got I've got many favourite moments. The day I really enjoyed the actual ceremony itself. Uh, my mum did a very nice poem. Oh, that was heartbreaking. Yeah, wasn't well, no, it? heart not heartbreaking, but it was yeah, really good. It was wasn't very it? Very good. Yeah, yeah not yeah. sad. Very lovely. Yeah, it was, it was almost too lovely. Mm. That was the problem. Um, yeah, shed quite a few tears during that. So my brother shed a few tears as well. Bless him. Do you know we all put a bet on when I, you were crying? Yeah, and I can't like John had easily the, the the best one. So like you were there like squabbling amongst yourselves about like I was going to cry uh, when I was doing my vows or when uh, my mum did her reading and this and that. I was like John shotgun straight away as soon as he sees Kate. Yeah, and that, that was, was the that, one. That was it. Like clearly, that was the one that was going to win. Did take the sport out of it that it was over <laughs> so quickly. Well, well yeah. Well, I mean, of course I did. But um, so one of my the moments after we did our first dance, uh, which I also very much enjoyed, and uh, members of the SWAF Nation have seen bits and pieces of because it was on the news. Thank you very much for that little. Uh, my my wife was very taken. I was very moved mm. by uh, by your shout out on the news. Um. But like we did that, and we did our we did another dance after that. We did our "Ain't No Mountain High Enough," which yep. everyone kind of joined in on, and that was great fun. And I was like, I need to go out and get some fresh air. There's a definite Guardians of the Galaxy twinge to the a playlist. A little bit, yeah. And I, so I had to step, quickly step outside and get some fresh air. And I thought, Do you know what? When I step outside, it'll be fine because I'll probably just find someone and have a little bit of a chat with them, a bit of a chill down, and then I can get back in there. And I walked outside of the the, the barn area that we were at. No one was there. Absolutely no one was in the courtyard or in like the smokers area at the other side and there was only two people at the bar and I suddenly thought, Everyone's inside. Mm. Everyone's having a dance. This is great. Because I've been to a wedding this year where no one was on the dance floor at all. And it was just a bit mad awkward. Mm. It was just a bit sad. But yeah, you guys, you threw down. You in particular have got some shapes about you. You were did I bust out shapes? You were busting out all sorts of shapes. I was like I said, I was just insanely happy. <laughs> Two people who I kind of like got married, <laughs> so that was great. Loads of people I knew from the stag do were there. That was great. And I drank so much and so many Jaeger bombs. Apparently, <laughs> I thought you were going to say I got out there, and no one was there. So I checked the YouTube comments. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have done. <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't go that far. I was just, uh, I was just kind of taking everything in, and I, had, I, I took a few moments to just sort of like stand back and just enjoy. I'm, I'm guessing that I didn't go up into the little balcony area because I was allowed up there, just to kind of like. Uh, so you know where the, uh, where the reception receptionist, where the um, uh, registrar mm. was doing like the, 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 the ceremony. Yeah. Behind her, there was like a balcony area up top. The photographer was up there quite mm. a bit, I believe. Um, 
uh, yeah, me and my wife could have got up there, but we we didn't. And there's things like that. Like we talked about, you know, we didn't get these sorts of photos. We didn't really do this. We didn't really do that. But the reason we didn't do those things, we were having too much fun. We were just really enjoying everyone's company and just yeah. enjoying the day. So we didn't really have time to go and do all those sorts of things. But Matt, thank you so much, man. I'm really happy you had a good time. That was great. Should we read some reviews? Yeah, let's to, do that. To break yeah. up this love fest. Uh, rated Motion writes and they've read, read them rated one. oh have we done that one about the uh can't go a day yeah we have done that one sorry yeah. rated motion chris sim then writes excellent podcast for any wrestling fan my drives to and from work used to consist of apple music on shuffle which became a tad bit monotonous but now thanks to luke and that's the but the point of shuffle is that it isn't monotonous uh, anyway, but now thanks to Luke and Ollie, it's the Wrestle Talk podcast. Incorrect name. For, filled with reviews, fantasy bookings, predictions, and more. There's something for any wrestling fan. Keep up the great work, and congrats to Luke on his wedding. Chris. Cheers, Chris. Thank Sam. you, Chris. Thank you very much. You're a man. And from Lol Nukjvik, just a random assortment of letters. Uh, oh, I'm just going to. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're just going to say thank you for the kind review thank yeah. you for the five star review because they've done that thing where they they've they've given us a compliment at the expense of someone else yes <laughs> which uh which is fine but yeah why why but, should we but we can't read it out thank you very much uh so oh yeah so whoa, cheers, cheers, well, cheers cheers cheers, Lord, cheers. let's get on with the show luke luke is back luke is back from his honeymoon as a married man he's got a ring not a hall of fame ring but something some people consider as better yeah. I disagree with those a people. Green Lantern ring yeah yeah obviously Green Lantern ring would be much better yeah. than that but no, that's not is... a traditional gold one though eh no well I'm, I'm not a traditional man um, we were introduced at our wedding as Mrs. and Mr. Owen mm. because we thought we let's let's buck with tradition Let, yeah. let's, let's try and uh, mess the system up a little bit F.U. patriarchy exactly yeah my wife did a speech uh, as did the maid of honour mm. along with myself the uh, uh, father of the bride and my best man not you not me uh, but I mean more to the point really the question should be A. how much did you miss me but B. How did you find the wedding? How like, did you enjoy the day? The wedding was insanely fun. It was really, <laughs> Good, really man. fun I'm from really top glad. to bottom. Uh, I was, I was heavily intoxicated <laughs> from a very early point. And you know when you, so I get very excitable when everything's like liquors flowing and uh, there's stuff I like. Mm -hmm. So uh, Luke and Mrs. Luke came, or Mrs. Luke and Luke. I don't know whichever way you want to say it. When they, after they got married and they came down a sort of funnel of people throwing confetti at them, everyone had to sing one of my favourite songs, which is from the Muppets movie. Uh, I've got everything that you Life's need. a happy song. Life's a happy song. One of my favourite songs <laughs> they couldn't remember the title of. And I was, yeah, from then on, it was just a blur of me running around pressuring your father-in-law to do shots. You're pressuring me to do shots as well. You were it's, it's tantamount to, to bullying at one mm. point of trying to get me because I'm not a I'm not a spirit drinker. What did I do? You just you wouldn't let me say no. And then when I eventually did say yes, you were like, it's too weak. No, we've got to do something. <laughs> what, what did you do? Well, because you were like, because I don't like spirits. I don't like doing shots of, of spirits. It's not nobody in my, does. Nobody does. Well, I particularly really don't want to. I didn't want to on that night. Mm. Um, but every time I'd say like, oh this, and you go like, no. This no, and this was like after like you managed to break down the barriers of me doing it. It's like, oh, fine, I'll do a sambuka shot then. No, it's too weak. 
No, I wow, I said that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then eventually you got distracted and I ran away. Yeah, fair. That's that's the best uh, yeah. thing to do if, if I'm in that mood. I was just, just see, don't think of it as bullying. Think of it as, <laughs> you know, I was so happy for you. I just, it comes out of me in a different way. I find being genuinely happy yeah. for people weird. So it does sometimes come out as aggression. <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were a really good member to the, uh, to the party, to, particularly to the, to my groomsmen and like just to the day as a whole. I thought you were, you were excellent value. Uh, my, uh, I think actually my friend Grev uh, came to the wedding uh, who you had insulted on a previous episode of the Wrestle Round. Oh, really? By saying that it wasn't a real name. Grev. Yes. Well, I stand by that. And he, he tried to have a conversation with you, but you clearly did not recognise A, who he was, or mm. B, what his name was, or C, what he was talking about. Did and I make him do a shot? I, <laughs> I don't know if you did. Oh, um, dear. But yeah, and he was, he was very excited to meet you as well. Oh, I'm sorry, Grev. <laughs> um, get a real name. Come on. <laughs> Uh, I was going to do more plugs, actually. I thought this morning, because we're very close to 400,000 subscribers, Mm -hmm. I put a plug in the news. uh, And I thought, let's be professional, because everyone else seems to open their YouTube videos with, you know, click the little thumbs up button in the Mm -hmm. corner, go, you know, subscribe. Yeah, boom, 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 leave a comment. Yeah. Uh, But we just have the, I thought, just let's just record the support wrestle talk and it can go and I don't have to do them. Maybe we need to do them. No, as I don't. Actual I don't good no, I don't know. I YouTubers. think the, I think the charm of you and I as as, as YouTubers mm. is that we're not very good at what we do. Yeah, yeah. Like we were at the wrestling shop yesterday in London's Leicester Square, and there was a, um, a an actual proper YouTuber there who was recording us. He was doing a little like interview with Kip you clips. And I, exactly, He's the man. And he was doing like some brilliant stuff. He had a very cool camera. He had a nice little setup. He mm. knew exactly what he was doing. And then you and I just babbled He's and rambled. Stupidly asked us for an interview, and we just chatted to just, each other. Just spoke oh, a lot of like a lot of crap. I was trying to sort out your hair. Yeah. We were talking about uh, outtakes from the podcast, mm. all sorts of gubbins. I think he got in one question. Yeah. And then we just talked about what even, we wanted to talk then, about for a while. His one question, the video will be up soon, I imagine, which it, which was, who is Byron Saxton? Mm. And rather than, like, I don't know, play up to the joke a little bit, what you did was explain how a running joke works. Yeah, well, I just, uh, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I joke-splained. Is that mansplaining? Is that, yeah, exactly. I, I heard. I, so did I tell you about this? So, so I heard a definition of mansplaining. If you're not familiar with mansplaining, it's the idea that uh, men over explain stuff to people specifically lady people yes and they assume that the lady person in question yeah, doesn't yeah. actually yeah. know the topic and therefore tries to explain something to her like she doesn't know but then i heard another definition of this that i'd Ooh. never heard before from like you know a pretty smart podcast and they said it's specifically when a man is explaining a uniquely woman experience to a woman mm. you know like yeah. oh no no let me tell you how periods work yes right okay, that yeah, sort yeah. of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. As, a, as a crude example and uh i <laughs> I, I found myself in a position of explaining to a, a lady friend what woman-splaining was. <laughs> Sorry, what mansplaining was. So I mansplained the concept the of mansplaining. mansplaining. <laughs> oh. I was, and I realised what I was doing. I was like, this has become horribly meta. I did not, Man, I did not intend... Mansplainception. Yeah. So uh, what were we talking about? We were t- plugs! Yeah, we were talking about plugs. Prior to that, we were talking about the wedding. Um, mm. I'm just glad that you had a nice time. Yeah, it was I'm, great. It was I'm glad great you wedding. enjoyed it. Top. It was just a... Because I'm not a fan of the wedding military industrial complex, mm-hmm. as I've spoke about before. You have indeed. 
but but this was a just a cracking day out. You actually at one point did take me to one side to uh, talk about uh, hypothetically uh, should you get married, um, <laughs> the uh, your your best man situation. My favorite part. Oh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. favorite part of that, where it says it can't be you. You're too new. Yeah, yeah, but it, you are too new. <laughs> I know. You're too new to the party. Yeah, I, I kept on asking. God, I was a wreck. <laughs> uh, but back to Kip Clips. Yes, and how yes. professional he is. Absolutely. I, did you see him after he spoke to us? He was walking around filming stuff, and I thought, what's he doing? He's getting cutaways for the things we were talking about. And I thought, that's that's a pro. He's a pro. <laughs> Absolute pro that's in the making. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, again, our charm is that we're bumbling yeah. idiots. So, f- over five minutes in, please subscribe if you haven't already. Give us a thumbs up. <laughs> leave a comment. It helps us in the YouTube algorithms. And all that, that sort of stuff. It doesn't feel right, does no, it? No, it, it feels, feel it feels right. forced when you do it. Like when I see uh, proper YouTubers do it, it just feels quite natural. Because they're sincere. I, was <laughs> I just sort of hate hate any promotional thing. It's, yeah. uh, it's not like, a good thing to reconcile. Jay, like who's really good? Tom Kushney's very good at like mm. uh, plugging his stuff and like they're, they're, they give us a subscribe and the yeah. thumbs up and that. He's very good at that sort of thing. Maybe one day when we get merch, mm. I'll be more comfortable with that. Let's yeah. see what happens. Well, we have a magazine. Oh yeah, yeah. The magazine. That's why we were at the wrestling shop, which we haven't got. We haven't we got, left it outside. It, yeah. Actually, yeah. it's really good. Again, how professional we are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a link uh, down there to order it if you haven't done already. Um, yeah, we, we signed a lot of a lot of magazines. You uh, debuted a new signature. I realised my signature looks like scribbles. So yeah, it's now an O with a smiley face in dot D dot. Easily manipulated, easily copied. Ah, oh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. What should I should I add an extra star at the end? Maybe <laughs> what what I I honestly my don't birthday know. yeah <laughs> I honestly don't know man. So we did fantasy booking warfare on Saturday. Well, it went up on Saturday. We actually mm. did it about two weeks ago because Luke was away still, and it was rebooking Kurt Angle's in ring return. Uh, I watched it back. I agree with most of the comments. It was a subpar performance from both of us. I, 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 but it was more subpar by you Apparently because the so. results are for the first battle in November's Wrestle Ramble War thing, uh, predictions and all that. Davis took it away, sixty percent to forty percent. How do you know. feel? Man? Well, I mean, I'm obviously gutted. Mm. Um, I thought that it was a fairly half good. Uh, fantasy booking on my part. It was just too Braun Strowman focused. Was that well? Yeah, but I know. But I did say at the start mm. that the whole point of my booking was to try and get a new star over, and I felt that that's what I accomplished yeah. with yeah. with Braun Strowman. So of course it's going to be quite Braun Strowman heavy, because that was my aim. But not off to a good start. Not off to I... a good start. No, and that that so uh, we have which means I and mean, I've already lost October, and I'm already on the way to losing November. There's only one pay-per-view as well. I know, yeah. We've just got the Survivor mm. Series with that big, epic Raw versus SmackDown match that everyone is really engaged in. Maybe we should add extra points to the whole Survivor Series thing. Like, who's going to get eliminated first? We could have, like, a, a super Ooh, like wild re- card yeah. uh, range. Detail anyway, in. so Luke did also lose October's uh, wrestle battle, and we've decided on his punishment. I had to... The punishments I've done so far. So I've lost two. You've lost two. Yes. But this is the first one you're doing a punishment for. Correct. I've done two punishments. You are sort of owed a punishment, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But you are going to cut a promo 
as one of the crap gimmicks that we've signed to our crap gimmick roster. That appears to be the most overwhelming uh, mm. suggestion from people uh, for a punishment to be. So yes, that is what we're going to do. But someone did add in that the caveat to it should be that I don't get to pick which yes. of the gimmicks that I do. Because you've already sort of got a thing, haven't I, you? Well, I was thinking about it while I was on my honeymoon, because that's how dedicated I am to this brand that I was thinking about. And it was boring. It wasn't boring. It was lovely. I had a really kidding, nice time. I had a really nice time in just Iceland. jealous that you weren't here. Yeah. How uh, was it? How was it without me? It was just uh, quiet. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's a bit lonely. <laughs> cold. <laughs> no Super it's Nintendo cold. one in the background. Yeah, yeah. Days were short. Loneliness. <laughs> all of that stuff. Um, don't don't t- actually don't tell us your plan though, because that might no, influence. Well, I was, well, no, the... I was just saying. I I I had one in mind, mm. and I'd already I sort of half told you my my plan for it. It's good. But um, yes, but we're going to throw out to you instead, the Swapped Nation, for you to decide which of the crap gimmicks I am going to do a promo as. Oh, in a poll above, in a poll uh, above the I, head, I don't know right what you're here. pointing at for a second. And in a poll above our heads that has just appeared, so you can choose from the WrestleBots 1000, the Beastmaster, the Glamorous Fan—that's the one with the hand puppets, Jack the Lumberjack, and the Seaman. Seaman famous because he was submitted to us by a member of the Swath Nation called Seaborn Waters and he's the opposite of Kane. Yeah. So Seaman's the opposite of Kane in which he uses a lot of water right, still makes me laugh. Water drops from the ceiling instead yep. of the flames from the turnbuckles. Jack the Lumberjack is pretty self-explanatory. He's a lumberjack. He's just a lumberjack. Glamorous Fam that was a guy who was a tag team with a hand puppet. Yes. And when he tagged in the hand puppet the hand puppet would run wild. Uh, I think people are going to go for that because you'll have to mm-hmm. sort of cut two bits. There's the Beastmaster, yep, which is has seven different beasts that they can channel through them. Mm-hmm. So you don't know which beast you're going to be facing. Yeah, yeah, but the, the, it's like a dog, a goat, and some other things. Tortoise, I don't know, and Wrestlebot. Yes, which is uh, I, I'm a big fan of the Wrestlebot. I think mm. it has a great character. That was a wrestler that has been reprogrammed by a mad scientist uh, to be a super wrestler. But we've got a few more crap gimmicks right now submitted by you. Uh, let's kick off with Jambo and Stuff from YouTube. They've pitched the octopus the octopus is a wrestler that dresses as an octopus and will throw ink at his opponent and will whip them with his tentacles he will usually fight in short matches and begin to die if he has to fight in longer matches unless he jumps in a water tank tank or a little plastic paddling pool for extra crapness at ringside he has a zookeeper at ringside as his manager who will put him in the tank and will carry and throw food for the octopus causing distractions chaos and other hilarious antics he could also dress as other species of octopi octopuses octopods or whatever the plural is and will take its special features and look such as the blue ringed octopus who can paralyze its foe with strong venom his finisher is the octopus hold of course of course it is the octopus stretch um wow this person jambo and stuff maybe the stuff is mainly octopuses (laughs) because he knows it or maybe he's just watching blue planet at the moment which is such a good show oh you're enjoying it are you always love attenborough yeah you're a big attenborough man well, I just, I just like nature and animals and science. <laughs> no, you don't. No, I'm not, I'm not it was the deep episode yesterday. Yeah, no, it's, it with all the ugly looking fish like, with the, the light bulbs on their heads. That really appealed to me, man. No. Like, like my sister-in-law loves it. Like, is super excited that it's back on. I'm like, eh. Oh, you just need to veg out, sit back, 
drink a Disserano. No, man. Like that was the other uh, shot that I was you uh, I suggested and you turned me down. It's not even a shot. That's a pleasurable experience. <laughs> no, that's why I that's why I asked for it. Um, but uh, yeah, no. For me, rather than said my lady partner and I when we got back from our honeymoon, we binge watched all of Stranger Things too, and it was much better than vegging out and watching something like Blue Planet. Blue Planet is very good though. Uh, so yeah, what do you think of the the crap of the gimmick? of the octopus? I like it. I, I particularly like this whole uh, coming down as different species of octopi. I believe that is the plural. Um, might not be actually. I don't know. I, that, don't, but know. I don't know. I know octo- octopi antipods. I think is the family. You know how mm-hmm. you have familiar. But uh, the, the <laughs> point I was making was that he has to come down with like as dressed as different versions, almost like the demon Balor. Whereas he yeah. comes down as the demon, he wrestles like as a different. He's a different character from Finn Balor. I I would rather go for like a guy who's really into octopuses, octopods, octopi, and then whenever things get real, then he brings out the octopus. Mm. It's a, having like different octopus costumes that you come down as. I think is crap. Don't get me wrong, that's excellently crap. But it's going to get too convoluted from a crap. Uh, execution standpoint and just to put maybe perhaps a little bit of uh, uh, water onto this fire that we possibly are creating here this does already exist uh, oh, really? there is a uh, Japanese movie I believe it's Japanese uh, called Calamari Wrestler and that is about a man who is an octopus and is a wrestler really yes Really, I'm afraid so. So perhaps we can't can't sign the octopus because wow. it's um I don't know it's gimmick infringement. Do you want an octopus? St- yeah, I don't think it's going in. There's something. It's it's weird what this the quality of crapness that we're looking for is because it's definitely terrible. Yeah, but it's just not right. Mm. But do you want an octopus fact? I'd love one. So they've got eight arms, eight tentacles, obviously. Yeah. That H- requires a lot of brain power, right? Operating all those different tentacles. How do you think they do that? I don't, they have a brain in each one of their God tentacles. Yeah, you're right. That was my fact. Um, do you want to hear a uh, the only octopus that kind of pops into my mind? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the one from the 1986 Transformers animated movie. There's like a mechanical robot when they uh, land on the planet with um, with the Sharktacons, um, uh, uh, Hot Rod and Cup. Anyway, that's, that's, cool. that's just that's me. Next up from Patrick Deer via YouTube. Who leaves this in every single one of our videos. Yeah. So I'm glad that we can finally get to this one. I'm sorry <clears> it's <throat> taken so long, Patrick. So the WWE Diva, sorry May Young, the WWE Women's Wrestler. That was written by Patrick Deer. That wasn't me making uh, a nasty joke about equality. Is called Poppy Culture. She comes to the ring to All Star. <laughs> Is that the, the yeah. song All Star? Hey now, uh, you're I'm an All Star. And is basically WWE's attempt at being hip and in with the kids. Her finisher has a massive build-up involving several dabs and a whip nay-nay. Whip nay-nay is a song. I don't know what it is. I don't it, know. What, it I, is a song. No, it is a song. And I believe there is a dance that goes with it, but I do not know what that I dance don't know is. what that is either. The actual finisher is a sleeper hold slam. But as she holds the other woman in a dab position she holds the other woman in a dab position i've got that the commentators attempt to get her over but the crowd just cringe michael cole thinks she is great and is her biggest fan and is more annoying than usual her ring gear is giant fabric fireflies where normal ring women ring gear should be giant fabric fireflies i'm guessing over um her chests i guess is that is that kind of like the old diva butterfly belts Maybe, but I think, I, think, I don't know, maybe. 
So I like I like the main poppy culture. Yes, I, I think love, that's and really good. I like her coming down to All Star and uh, <laughs> is, is WWE's attempt at being hip. Yeah, because, that's all good because that's great because that is uh, that is a surefire way of failure, mm. and that's great. Uh, but what you have done is you've you've booked TJP effectively <laughs> with the dabs and uh, yeah when he was at can't believe they made him a baby face of course they did, because that's what they thought was yeah. cool that's what all the kids Let's are doing just make him talk about n64 do you remember that <laughs> promo that was all about brian i think it was brian it was kendrick brian kendrick yeah taking him to buy a nintendo in 2004 yeah or something i i'm like i'm pretty sure the dreamcast was out by then <laughs> it was well out by then yeah, yeah. kendrick's like <laughs> why are you taking him to the nintendo 64 hit stores in like 1998 yeah uh so so yeah, that's two we're going to pass on, I'm afraid. Yeah, sorry. Sadly, not much news broke over the weekend that we can really get into. It's a good job that you and I were mm. uh, incapacitated because we were at the wrestling shop yeah, yeah. Uh, in London's Leicester Square signing magazines and just generally mm. being YouTube's Luke Owen and Ollie Davis. Yeah, we're being glib. Of course there was. I got a text message uh, that informed me about half 11 a.m. So I assume uh, the guy who sent it to me was watching it live because that's when it was on. Uh at New Japan's Power Struggle show, there at the end of I believe it was Kenny Omega's match with. Three, you're looking at me for. I haven't watched it I yet. I cannot remember. I've, I, I, this is like today has been my first time mm. of actually watching any wrestling since, well, since before oh, it was my Trent, my, Trent Barretta. Trent Barretta, yeah. yeah, Trent Barretta, and now, I was watching Bound for Glory. Yes, <laughs> which has not been a good not show. Not a good thus show far. so far. We just watched the Monsters, Monsters Ball, Ball match. Yeah, which, which was, was botcherific. Oh, it was no good. Yeah, they rang the bell, um, and ever like the referee's going, "No, it's not the finish." And Jeremy Borash goes, "That isn't the finish." Like he effectively <laughs> yeah. says, "That's not the end." Yeah, it's like a very over. Is I think it was like yeah. a yeah, very uh, overreactive ring uh, ring bell. Yeah, uh, and uh, so Kenny Omega beats, beats Trent Beretta, and then he's like, "You know, there's nobody here to challenge me." Wah, wah, wah. I've got the United States IWGP Heavyweight. United States thing belt and then a promo package plays on the screen on their version of a titantron and it counts down and watching it back now knowing who it is I'm like well I know who this is now because there's loads of clues just in the 54321 there's the there's the shots the sped up shots of the street uh, traffic oh, yeah, going yeah, yeah, through yeah. you know it's obviously who it is but I bet when you're watching it live there's no way you could have foreseen what was going to come yeah, yeah. because then it revealed Chris Jericho just standing there with a picture of Kenny Omega and everyone's like the crowd go nuts you know Japanese crowd don't really react to much the tradition is they sit on their hands not as a burial but as like a respect thing mm-hmm. but uh, Kevin Kelly because I watched it with the English commentary Kevin Kelly and Don Callis went nuts made it feel like such a big deal and yeah chris jericho effectively says i've actually got the full promo here he he sort of builds up kenny omega at the start he says what a dynamic performer what a fantastic tremendous performer which is right out of jericho's playbook you know build up the other guy Mm -hmm. but i'm better uh but he's not the best in the world i am so many have claimed to be the best from Shawn michaels to edge to cm punk Mm -hmm. so oh that was a I mean, that was, I, you know, you, you definitely know he's gone from WWE by that point when he's dropping that name in a big show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, the the optimist in me says, was that a, was that a, a little bit of, no, a foreshadowing? I don't know. no, I think that's just, uh, that's just name dropping. Maybe Jericho's just trying to 
like you know i'll just say the most controversial thing i can absolutely yeah, yeah. totally uh, and if something comes of it great but he says yeah but they're all gone and i'm still here because i am the best in the world i'm the greatest of all time and here's one of the best lines for me i am that alpha of this business of course because you've got kenny omega because they're building this as hashtag mm. omega versus alpha and i'm gonna prove it because and this is like because everyone's like oh it's just chris jericho he's probably even up until this point that they've been having a war on twitter for ages like three weeks and it's been back and forth in a way that chris jericho is doing his usual heel shtick and insulting people on twitter uh, mainly like saying Kenny Omega is low league and all this stuff. And you know he's just working. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not true because Chris Jericho just appeared at an indie show last month, I think, because to just as a, like not as a wrestling thing, but just an appearance to help out a friend of his. He's got huge respect for anyone who hustles outside of WWE. And of course he loves Japan. That's where he mm-hmm. really found fame at the start of his career. So from Jericho's side, all this Twitter back and forth, we know it's a work, but Kenny Omega is, is so smart. He is just playing it off like, just stop. Just nothing. Like he tweeted at one point, Meltzer pointed this out. He tweeted at one point, why are we even having this? Because it's just going to lead into in disappointment because nothing can come of this. Mm. And at that point, you're like, oh, they're just they're just having a bit of fun back and forth. And even if, like, when Chris Jericho appears, he's got this rock and wrestling rager at sea cruise thing that he is financially responsible for. So he's, that's his money that's into this. He's got Ring of Honor on there. He's got like Jim Ross and uh, SoCal Val. Loads of people are going to be on it. Uh, and it's a, and loads of bands and stand-up comedy. And I think that's around summertime next year. Mm-hmm. So everyone thought, oh, maybe this is going to end in a Mega versus Jericho match. Maybe Jericho's going to challenge him. But like this, this promo package is for that. So he continues... Because I'm challenging you, Kenny. Jericho versus Kenny. Alpha versus Omega to see who is really the best. I want to meet you. And everyone's like, yeah, but it's going to be at this cruise thing, right? January 4th at Wrestle Kingdom 12 in the Tokyo Dome. So let's see who's really the best. B word. I mean, yeah, it's pretty... It's pretty big news, like really. It's, it's like crazy it's, like, it's news. crazy. Like so, when you told me this yesterday when we were at the wrestling shop, I was like, "Huh?" And my first thought was like, "Man, Jericho's relationship with Vince McMahon is so much better than anyone really like thinks mm. about." Because that was my first thought was just like, "Okay, this is something that Jericho has gone to Vince with and said like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Or, this is what I would like to do. I'd like to go and um, negotiate a deal with New Japan, and we'll organize this match with Kenny Omega." This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, on January 4th at the Tokyo Dome. And then that'll be it. I'm not going to sign with New Japan. I'm not going to do any more stuff uh, alongside those. And then I'll just come back to you guys in the, uh, the, you know, the early months of next year. And that's the kind of relationship that, that Jericho has had with Vince. Vince Jericho's always been very loyal. To, mm. to, to Vince and the WWE, which is why like he had the opportunities, many opportunities, to go across to, to TNA when they were hot and when they had and like you know they had opportunities to sign him when he wasn't wrestling in WWE. But he never went. He always showed and he said in interviews, I'm loyal to Vince and to WWE. And then Meltzer said on, on Twitter yesterday that Jericho is able to do this because he's not under contract to WWE, so he's under no obligation to to do any of this. So it is either one of two ways. Either he isn't under contract with WWE, as Meltzer has said, and he is just doing this off his own back, or he isn't under contract with WWE, but has still had the talk with Vince about this is what I'm going to do, and I'll you know come back in the new year. Well, I by what you've just said, I'm guessing you haven't read the Pro Wrestling Sheet report on this. I clearly haven't. Because this is where it gets super, super interesting, and uh, we're going to wildly start speculating now so, Excellent. so, oh, so, oh, so be prepared yeah wonderful <laughs> be prepared. Oh, this is kind of what i've missed because yeah. i i haven't read any wrestling news mm. uh in the last like week and a half it takes a few days to catch up with everything right <laughs> yeah. I, I remember when i went to cornwall and i was only out for three days i was like what is going on and i was like you know like so, so much news it does take even even when you're out briefly pretty much like i came back <laughs> i was saying to yesterday i was like oh did you see braun Strowman came back and i said yeah something about yeah. a garbage truck You've got oh, yeah. Raw is going to be great for you to rewatch. Uh, so, this was Pro Wrestling Sheets report yesterday or this morning, I mm-hmm. believe. And that's uh, yes, Ryan Satin, right? Yes, Ryan Satin, mm-hmm. your favourite man. Mm. And he says that these talks have actually been going on since midsummer, so a long time. But you know that sort of so Jericho finished up at Payback in May. Mm-hmm. That was his, and he dropped the belt back to Owens. Remember they did that switch uh, because. Of the botched finish, actually, with AJ and Kevin Owens. Oh no, yes. that was that, that was, was sep- yeah, that so was separate. A, a month or two later, uh, Jericho just appeared for that one-off SmackDown show, didn't he? To the triple threat. Yeah, he was just in town. They AJ and Owens screwed up the 
a United States title match two nights before at the pay-per-view. So Jericho came in and they got it back on AJ that way. <clears throat> I think he was in town to shoot Southpaw Regional Wrestling Series 2, which he's since said he's not a fan of. Have you um, seen that? Yeah, no, he said yeah. Uh, he he thinks too many people brought new stuff that didn't work. Like it was sort of, yeah, just do what you want, when the first one was just a core group of people. Yeah. A so, very hipster thing to do, isn't it? Mm. It was cool because no one really liked it, but yeah. now everyone likes it, so it's not really cool anymore. So that was around July time. So he's, you know, he's got a pretty good relationship with WWE, right? And then mid-July, sorry, mid-summer, you think July, August, that's where uh, these talks started. So what changed? Now, Pro Wrestling Sheet says that uh, Chris Jericho was having months of talks about getting NXT on the cruise ship. Mm. So on his Rock and Wrestling Rager uh, cruise thing. And... This is obviously very important for him. For him, He's taken a big punt. This is his own venture. Uh, it's, he's financially responsible, is the direct quote from Pro Wrestling Sheet. So after months of talks with NXT, Triple H says no. Hmm. Because it's not his idea. I, well, I don't know. You don't know what you would... I mean, I that would be my first... Again, hmm. this is a, a speculation station right here. Uh, but that would be my first guess is that if this was something that had like if Triple H had approached Jericho with the idea of putting NXT on the cruise, then it absolutely would have happened. Yeah. Because Triple H, as quite clearly showing up at IWC, is ICW. A, sorry, thank you. <laughs> IWC is a very yeah, different yeah. thing. ICW is um, it shows that he is a man who is not afraid to show up or have like his guys mm. show up on other shows this that and the other because he likes to get people as much exposure as possible the internet is a big place and these sorts of things get mentioned on the internet and they get sort of shared around twitter and it makes these guys appear to be bigger stars he's a guy that gets that whether you're saying like they're doing all this negotiating stuff and then triple h has just said no it really does strike me of that sort of that that insecure mcmahon mm. attitude of just like well i didn't come up with it so we're not doing it yeah, that, that's I, that's definitely a part of it. I mm -hmm. bet because if yeah, if it was Triple H's idea, it, it's probably it absolutely would have happened. Uh, but the other thing is, Jericho's got a lot of indie performers on there. Uh, Ring of Honor have been agreed for a long time, I think, going back a few months. So if Triple H gets wind of, oh, you're going to put my NXT crew on an actual thing with Ring of Honor, where we've got, you know, uh, like two days before Survivor Series, they're having an NXT show and a Ring of Honor show just down the street from each other. Oh, wow. And um, NXT announced that Shawn Michaels will be special guest referee in the yes, main event yeah, of that yeah. the night before he's doing the same thing for the TakeOver special. So Ring of Honor have now announced Kenny Omega, and it's you know it's, it's, it's sort of a, a war there. So relations, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a business rivalry. Of course you're not going to want to do that, mm -hmm. which makes, it does make sense from a business standpoint, I suppose. Obviously, what is the biggest thing in uh, Ring of Honor at the moment? Bullet Club. Exactly. Yeah, which and is... Who, and there are people within WWE who are not mm. fans of them. So Chris Jericho is told no. And uh, this is the... Uh, the have I still got the quote? Yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho told Triple H he'd still be doing the cruise without them and that WWE don't play well with others. 
So maybe after these months of talks, Jericho gets his hopes up. NXT is going to be on the boat, which he's really, you know, really invested in. This is his next big project. He's a guy that likes projects, mm-hmm. right? The band, the wrestling, Dancing with the Stars. His acting career. The acting career, the, which, you know, in MacGyver's awesome. Uh, and the game that, shows. That was awful. That's really bad. I've only seen that one scene and it's hilarious. When he's going around recruiting all the wrestlers. No, no, when uh, they first, MacGyver and Jericho meet up for the first time. And he's like, they're just talking about MacGyver's penis size. It's only a minute long, but apparently it was all improd on Jericho's part. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, I think Jericho has I'm had these... the same thing. That one with it's like the 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 spoof of MacGyver. Yes, sorry. So it's MacGruber. MacGruber. That's right. Okay, so we are thinking yeah. the same thing. Yeah, I've already seen that scene where he goes around recruiting all the wrestlers, mm. and it is hilariously unfunny. So the, yeah, Chris Jericho seems to be professionally and business wise hurt that you know because Jericho stayed with WWE for a year longer through the Kevin Owens run and really saved Raw for three four months there on a handshake deal. Mm-hmm. But with Vince McMahon, you know, like I'll I'll extend it another month, extend it another month, and he's come back and helped. He goes, does them so many favors. The SmackDown appearance being one of them, maybe that was in some way to like get the NXT tip to his favor. And then he's told no NXT. So maybe hmm. maybe Jericho, because this is especially with the climate right now, with how WWE is sending the cease and desist to the Young Bucks, how they're treating that Ring of Honor show in Texas. Uh, firing Jimmy Jacobs who was the guy who came up with Jericho's list format like that whole thing was Jacobs and Jacobs did a lot of the writing with Owens and Jericho during that time uh, Chris Jericho's credited him for that in interviews with all that maybe maybe Jericho's just like you know what I'm done I'm d- I'm done I'm, I'm not under contract with you guys mm. that I'm a cool guy I don't need the money uh I, I have a chance I don't, I don't really need you. Yeah, what's the hottest thing in wrestling right now? It's the Bullet Club. I'm going to get me some of that action. Yeah, absolutely. And, and who that, cares that, if I burn the bridge? Yeah, because like it, it, I, the bridges uh, can be mended mm. in the WWE. Bret Hart is a, and the Ultimate Warrior are great examples of that. Bruno San Martino is a great example of that. So perhaps Jericho's just thinking now. It's like, well, I mean, if, if I burn the bridge, that's fine. But I've got, I've got a good five, six years here where I can do some stuff with New Japan or I can mm. do stuff outside of this. And then if I get the bug to go back and maybe do one last WrestleMania, I can just I can rebuild that bridge. And so off the back of Triple H saying no on the NXT thing, there's also, do you remember the story from a few months back where it was Triple H who wanted to axe the Festival of Friendship segment? Something that Jericho had been planning with Owens and Vince McMahon for two months. Vince isn't at that raw taping. Jericho's told this story in an interview. Vince isn't at that raw taping. And Triple H says at the start of the show, yeah, we're not doing it uh, because it will make Owens look stupid. Which you can kind of see how that could that could be a reason. And Jericho's like, no, there's a structure to this. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it's one of my favorite segments of the last 15, probably on Raw ever. I love that as an in-ring segment, uh, like comedy skit thing. Um, so, yeah, you've got that as well. Triple H and Jericho, it just it feels like... There's some heat there. There's some there's some tension there. Mm. See what I'm doing? Those those are two heads butting. But this is Jericho's first match outside of WWE for 14 years, and that match was just one match in OVW. Wow! So it's actually back to 99, 2000 when he when he came over from WCW. Yeah. So in 
a de- oh, 17 years, almost two decades, Chris Jericho has wrestled the WWE style. And he came from wrestling in Lucha and wrestling in Japan and uh, the German tournaments and WCW with the Cruiserweights. Like, he's... And he was, you know, amazing. And he's he's been amazing throughout his WWE career. I am so excited to see what he has in him yeah. for a Japanese-style product. Well, that's what I'm excited as well because I've seen quite a few people online and in other YouTube thing uh, videos talking about this news and saying, like, oh, Jericho hasn't really been great mm. in the ring for a while. He hasn't really got it anymore. But it's because that he's limited to that WWE style. I think we were actually talking to someone about this yesterday at the wrestling shops. Like, mm. oh, will Kenny Omega ever go to WWE? I was like, well, I don't think so because he can adapt to a WWE style because he can adapt to any style really he's Kenny Omega but would he want to just adapt to that WWE style Mm -hmm. and limit himself to that or I think as you said or do what Nakamura did and go over there when you're 35 and half ass it yeah yeah so play it safe play it safe so maybe this is Jericho's this might be Jericho's first great match in some time Mm. because he's allowed to be free of the shackles of the WWE style and go out and have a, a New Japan match. A, have a, a Kenny Omega match. Have a Chris Jericho match. Yeah. it's. I'm so, I cannot wait for it. I'm so excited. And the fact that it's at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Like, on the biggest stage. Yeah. So New Japan is, of course, a com- it, Japanese wrestling is a completely different style to American wrestling. Well, you, actually, that's unfair because Ring of Honor is heavily influenced by strong style. But WWE style, you know, that mm-hmm. is very... It's very different. Although it is... Over recent years, it has had that strong style influence from the Ring of Honor crew that have all sort of migrated there. But the the New Japan style is so based on in-ring work and, you know, really good technical skill and stiff striking. And it's not just New Japan. It's Wrestle Kingdom, yep. where everyone brings their A-game. And you know, Ken, you know, Kenny Omega had the best match of all time until a couple of months later when he did it again there last year. He's not going to want this to year. go there. Yeah, sorry, this year. He's not going to want to go there and have Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. No, exactly. Which was fine, but yeah. it's not. It was, Kenny it, Omega it, wants to steal the year. I was going to say, he doesn't want to have a two and a half star match. No. What he wants to have is a five star classic or a, you know, perhaps even another six star yeah. match. And that's the other thing Dave Meltzer always said about Kenny going over to WWE is that like Omega's drive in this business is to always have the best match and like, and to have the match of the year, mm. and he can't do that in WWE because you're limited. The the one sad thing about this, or actually, I should say one more thing about Jericho, is that it's going to be hard to take Jericho a hundred percent as a serious wrestler again in WWE because he's just been so good at comedy mm-hmm. in the last year, and you know he played that idiot character, that stupid character, uh, so well that that will it will require a lot of rebuilding and rebooking to to make him seem like an intimidating threat that video at new japan that made him feel like a serious competitive athlete made him feel like a legend yeah 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 totally so that's cool uh, but yes the the one sad thing about this is i think most people before the jericho thing happened from out of nowhere and what a surprise can't take away from that is that we won't get the Omega versus Ibushi match at Wrestle Kingdom this year. Mm. Which has always been Omega. Omega and Ibushi, of course, very good friends going back for years and years and years. Their big goal has always been to have a cracking match at Wrestle Kingdom together. And, you know, they are both insanely good. And, you, you know, 
it's how many more Wrestle Kingdoms does Omega have in him mm. because of the WWE move looming over the shoulder like would he do it if the Ibushi match but is that or, next, I next mean, year here's the other thing as well I'm not sorting everything here's the other oh t-shirt fell here's the other side of that is that we we asked like how many Wrestle Kingdoms has Omega got in him with that WWE mm. thing looming at him I'm going to look to uh, Abyss in TNA who always had that WWE offer looming over him mm. and there were talks and there were discussions and he was going to sign it was the day before he was going to like d- like debut and sign and this that and the other and he said you know what no I'm loyal to TNA and I'm going to stick there maybe Omega is just one of those guys mm. he's just going to be loyal to New Japan until that's until he retires yeah very well could be it's, uh, Shawn Michaels in WWF could have gone to WCW decided to stay where he was but it's uh, it's bloody exciting. It is exciting. It's, yeah. it's, some, it's something else. What a year for wrestling news. What a several week period for wrestling news. What will 2018 bring? Which brings us on to WWE releases. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was a bit of a... Some of these names were certainly surprising. So you were in Iceland. Yes, when, you, when this happened. So did you? So we've got a, a loyal watcher in Iceland, Chad. <laughs> Indeed, yes. The, the fishmonger, Chad. The actual Chad. fishmonger, yeah. yeah. Did you, did you go and No, and annoyingly, uh, he messaged me the day I got back um, with, like, uh, make sure you go to this place mm. um, and come, you know, and if you're around, come check out my stable. <sighs> he was referring to his family. It was a really sweet message, but I'd, I'd already arrived back in the UK at that point. Annoyingly as well, because he recommended somewhere for me to go to, for brunch, and I hadn't gone to that place mm. for brunch. Instead, I'd gone to a place called Cafe Vinyl, which if you are in... Iceland, or if you're ever going to Reykjavik, I highly recommend they do amazing vegan breakfasts, um, which was absolutely beautiful. We'll make it happen one day, though, Chad. Absolutely, yeah. we will, yeah. You're paying. <laughs> yes, because it is pricey over uh, there. I bought a, two bottles of beer, bottles of beer, mm. cost me £16. What? Yeah. That's uh, for Americans. That's $100. (laughs) So WWE releases. This happened while you're away. Emma, Darren Young and Summer Rae just Sunday morning, which is weird because usually it's a Friday thing Mm -hmm. to bury the bad news over the weekend. Yeah. And like, from what, what are I, your thoughts? We well, haven't talked about this. No, no. At all. And from what I can gather as well, from the bits and pieces mm. I've been picking up since coming back, Darren Young was like, like, had like a WWE event like 12 hours earlier. Yeah. He was at an LA Clippers game, I believe. Wow. Uh, up until about 11.30 p.m. posting, like, come and see Raw in December <laughs> with Enzo Amore and yeah. probably The Miz because he's always at those sorts of things. And yeah, the next morning, less than 12 hours afterwards, 10 a.m. Uh, Sunday morning, he's been released. And so, like a name like Emma, which is clearly the biggest mm. name that that is on this list, and the most surprising name that is on this list, um, it's it seems certainly surprising considering the the bill she's had with Asuka. I, I think I did see a few people. I think I got some messages from people on Twitter when I was getting back, and I was kind of scrolling through. Sorry if I didn't reply to everyone, um, but uh, the, someone on there said like, if WWE were always plans to release Emma, the Asuka booking is even dumber. Yeah, but to me, this suggests that this was never a planned mm. thing this was just a spur of the moment dad we're done and and that's it so pro wrestling sheets again said this was the decision was made on friday mm. the friday before so that would have been you know you have the Asuka match on the sunday pay-per-view then there was monday's raw and then friday vince mcmahon's like yeah get rid of her uh but we, they have a, like a, a routine budget meeting then yeah, so WWE are obviously in cost-cutting mode right now. Mm-hmm. Emma, so Darren Young and Summer Rae have been out with injuries considerably, even though they've been cleared to return ages ago, months ago. 
they haven't come back to TV. I can't even tell you when Summer Rae was last on TV or what she was doing. The last thing I really remember Summer Rae doing was when she was being a valet for Tyler Breeze when he debuted. Mm. Yeah. And even then, I'm not even sure if that's the last thing she actually did. I can't remember either. Darren Young, of course, was doing his Bob Backlund, Bob Backlund shtick. Uh, he suffered a brutal arm injury on Superstars in like January or February. Uh, but yeah, they both injuries. Emma, apparently, uh, she's not well liked by the writers because she does like to say, ah, I'm not booked on certain shows. So the gimmick that she's had on Raw has yeah. actually been like a, a, a shoot. A, it's, a, it's a mirrored gimmick, yeah. I went back on her tweets and there was one from her fifth anniversary with WWE and she tweeted, it's my fifth anniversary with WWE and I'm backstage at Raw watching everybody else wrestle. Oh, bless cool. her. Cool. Yeah. yeah, like that. Uh, so that seems to be the reason Emma was released. But, you know, she's been out with injury a lot. There's there's probably some residual writer's heat for them giving her the Emmalina character and it's just not working. And they put a lot of development time into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was someone who was always kind of struck with the, the injury bug. Mm. Um, it happened to her when she was in NXT. And then she like when she got brought back up to the main roster with her new heel persona. And she was paired up again with Dana Brooke. And they were like, oh, we're going to reunite yeah. this act again. And then she got like suffered an injury almost a couple of weeks later. And I felt, I felt really bad for her then. Uh, but one of the other releases that... As come as no surprise because he hasn't been on TV since the injury was NXT Sawyer Fulton. Mm. There's a name you may not like instantly recognise, but what's interesting about Sawyer Fulton, I'm not talking to you because I know you know, um, and many people here know as well. But he was the original member of Sanity. It was him, Eric Young, um, Alexander Alexander Wolf, and Nikki Cross. And they were the original four. And then he got injured, I think, like two weeks after they debuted. And then they did an angle where Eric Young threw his jacket out of the ring. And that was when they started then doing the build for Killian Dane to come in and join the group. And I remember turning to my friend at the uh, time. Is he called Killian Dane? Yeah. I called him Big Damo in the script. Oh, it's funny. That was what his original Yeah, oh, I did. But you're going to be one of those, oh, what a mark. Yeah, I did mean what to do mark. that. I try and use the most current name. Uh, <laughs> what a still, mark. Cause, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, so, uh, yeah, they did the big all the stuff with the big demo stuff with Killian mm. Day. Uh, I remember turning to my friend, uh, my best man, actually, um, just but as when Sawyer Fulton got injured. And I said, like, I've I've never felt more sorry for a wrestler because mm. he's never going to make it up to the main roster on his own. There was there is nothing about Sawyer Fulton that was just like, ah, he'll be all right on his own. But insanity that's a group that he can make it up to the main roster in and at least have a bit of a rub and a bit of a run with them before becoming a Heath Slater um, in Nexus. And, you know, uh, away they go. Oh, you should be talking about it with Darren Young. Is the only original member of Nexus yeah. left is Heath Slater. Yeah, original member. Because mm. a few people have gone like, uh, Husky Harrison, yeah. uh, Michael McGillicutty were in there as well. It's like original Yeah, member. it's it's that. And it's also uh, active. You've got to say active. Because, yes. of course, Daniel Bryan Daniel and David Br- Otunga yeah, yeah. are still working in some capacity. So, yeah, I, f- I feel really bad for for Sawyer Fulton um, just, uh, that's a, an awful injury to get a horrible mm. time of, of your career and, and it cost you yeah never never recovered from it uh, no. from booking wise it's been with WWE since 2012 uh, it's a lot of those people mm. uh, like you know Ty Dillinger's one of them he's been with the company for like you know a decade or so and now he's o- and only now is he making it up into the main roster and even then like where's Ty yeah well, yeah. We're, we're hope- he's not on this list no, no. it's not a big surprise at the end hopefully he seems to have taken it in the best possible way because his Twitter statement was along the lines of well I'm going to go out I'm going to prove myself I'm going to be the, a really great professional wrestler which worried me a bit I thought 
shouldn't you say the best professional wrestler? <laughs> he wants to go. Re- he wants to be a really great professional <laughs> wrestler. Uh, but then, yeah, and then I'll make it back someday. So, Good. so you know, Absolutely. the Drew Galloway. Drew rules. Galloway, your approach. That, that's a, that's a really great attitude to take. Two more very quick releases. Leo Gao, a Chinese recruit who I didn't really know of until today when I've read about his release and I've. He seems like such a nice guy. There's a really good video of him on WWE's YouTube channel. Not recently, you have to search for it. He wouldn't like promote the releases. But uh, of <laughs> him... We've released this guy, look how great he yeah, was. Yeah. Of him just uh, doing an impression of Stone Cold. And every, like all the NXT locker room are out there, around the ring. And they're playing the, mu- the Stone Cold's music. And everyone seems to love him. And he's doing a... He's just... He seems like such a nice guy. He, he once when he moved to Florida to be at the performance center, he got lost, and he live tweeted him getting lost. Go back and read that because like there's like Noam Dar chimes in and all these other people chime in like talking. It's very funny. Uh, so he's gone. He was also injured. Um, just got back from a serious neck injury, neck injury in August. So like, it that you know it's not very nice looking, is it? Mm. All these people with histories of illnesses are gone. But you know, WWE are a business, and if you can't perform, then you know it's it's Davy Boy in WCW. You know, you're injured, you can't perform, then we're just terminating you from your contract, even yeah. though the injury was the the company's fault. Yeah, really. the I mean, I guess it's cynical to say, but I guess a a, a silver lining of this is that WWE don't release them when they can't work. Yes. you know, because that's bad PR, I guess, and not good from a legal situation. So at least they're not out um, unpaid and injured. Yeah. At least they can hit the ground, the indie scene running. Because uh, I saw a, a few people like comment, oh yeah, they they were just waiting for them to get healthy so they don't get the bad press. I was like, Sometimes it ends up, like overall I think that's the best thing to that's do for everyone. Do, yeah, though. because like Emma now at the end of her 90 days can just go out onto mm. the indies and and you know and she'll be fine. Like Emma I think will be, yeah, she'll do really well for herself yeah. because she's got a lot of backing behind her from you know other wrestlers and wrestling fans wrestling fans have always been like emma was really underutilized mm. in wwe so she should do fine last thing um on the on the emma topic again i need you to kind of fill me in on things it's the whole deal with leo rush okay <laughs> so just uh, uh like very briefly after that wwe announced emma's departure leo rush tweeted a joke to the effect of I guess that's what happens when you're truly not ready for Asuka. Okay. And uh, solid gag. Um, yeah, yeah. Solid gag, bad timing. And, uh, you know, just not um, not not very respectful. No, I, well, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, that is very, it's in poor taste, yeah. For a fellow yeah. worker or, or, you know, a fellow colleague. Like like if if, if a fan tweeted that, you know, or, or I just saw that on online, I'd, I would go, huh, yeah. And then move on, you know, but, ah, oh, poor Emma. Uh, but because someone who has just joined the company tweets that and just everyone piled onto him. <sighs> Bray Wyatt said, uh, you're not going to make it up here with the Wolves, kid. Oh, You know, like, mate. real, um, I think Dash Wilder really went, took him to task. Everyone, like, there's, there's an, uh, someone on Reddit compiled all of the replies to Leo Rush. Wow. And it's, there are huge names on there. Main roster all the way through to NXT and, like, you know William Regal and yeah there's loads he apologised profusely immediately deleted the tweet but you know it's it's already done by that point uh, apparently there was so much heat on him that he was close to getting released Meltzer wrote 
in the Observer. Ouch. But uh, luckily, because he apologised so much so quickly, they've allowed him to. Mate, that heat sticks. Mm. That heat sticks with him. Well, one last release, Josh Bredel, Tough Enough winner of 2015. Uh, He's been released. Have any Tough Enough winners? Maven's still in the Royal Rumble. (laughs) He's still active. I guess, like, when I say, like, Tough Enough contestants, I think it's The Miz? He didn't win, though, did he? I know he didn't win, but, like, he was a Tough Enough guy that has kind of, like, stuck it out. Mm. And John Morrison, I think, was another Tough Enough guy. But... Like has there been? I guess any winner really gone on to make them make a name for themselves. Um, not not that I can think of. But uh, Daniel Pewter, one of the winners. Oh yeah, but he was quickly he was very stretched quickly, out yeah, by stretched angle. Out by angle. Uh, yeah, so so he's and then he's made gone. an example of in the Rumble. He's been released, and uh, I I went th- when I was like I was like what what's he done? Is that <clears> the same guy that didn't sell Stone Cold Steve Austin's stunner? Do you remember that that one? No, really big guy, and he. Uh, Stone Cold stunned him on Raw, and then apparently he got up too quick and walked to the back. When he had to get to the back because a new segment was starting, mm. but he got heat on him. So the reports say because he didn't do it quick, he, he didn't <laughs> sell the stunner long enough. Like, nice. What are you do? Ah! Um, but uh, Josh Bradle, uh once tweeted when the Social Outcasts faction were a thing, he said, you know, like more like social jobbers. Mm. And everyone piled on it and for that. As I, well, yeah, I, I yeah. pulled a Cody Rhodes tweet for the news that says, uh, "You're dressing in the hallway now, Dick." <laughs> oh man! Oh, yeah, oh. so that that heat sticks. There you Whatever go. happened to the the big lad? Uh, I think it was from the last series they did a tough enough. Who was like an alligator wrestler or an alligator farmer or something like that? Is he a really young lad? Because I remember seeing him on the that, the NXT show Breaking Ground, Breaking Ground, and um, he had to have his parents with him because he was too young to be there on really? his own or something like that. Oh, wow. What huge news! This Omega Jericho thing. So much so that when we sat down to record this episode, you said, "Ah, we'll just be half an hour," mm. and then we talked for thirty-five minutes just about Jericho Omega. I should have remembered just the previous day when poor old uh, Kip Clips said, "Oh, let's just get a quick interview with you," and we took out twelve minutes <clears throat> of his time talking about Rev Pro. Hey, we're going to Rev Pro. We certainly are. That's going to be fun. We're going to a wrestling show together. We're going to two back-to-back wrestling shows together. Wow! Uh, so, do, have you looked at the cards? Do you I know what you're? I actually haven't yet. No, mm. I know the um, uh, Thursday night is um, Skull Nitro. Yes, it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah! I am looking forward to that. Uh, I've, I've really I've, the first match I'm going to watch from Wrestle Kingdom, which I haven't yet. Marty Skell versus Will Ospreay. Oh, oh hello! That sounds tasty. And they've set up a four-way at the next show. I don't know if it is Wrestle Kingdom, but it's going to be Skull Osprey versus Kushida versus Takahashi. Wow. What? <laughs> that gets my indie jubblies going. <laughs> uh, but yes, so there's that's one of the matches. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Toriano versus Zach Gibson, mm, which will yeah. be a comedy masterpiece. I think Gibson, have you ever I've, seen I've, Gibson? I've seen Gibson before, yeah. So good, like such an intimidating wrestler. He looks like someone who I would cross the street to avoid on a night out, uh, which is good. You, you want to be physically threatened by combat athletes. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a great straight man against whatever zaniness Toriano has planned. Yeah. I think I'm saying Toriano's name wrong. But yes, 
Mate, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. I'm not going to drink that much on Thursday, but Friday, because it's it's like 20 minutes from my house. I was there yesterday for fireworks. Like, oh, wow. How mm, was the fireworks? It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. Uh, I got I got kind of annoyed because the explosions weren't quite timing with the music. Oh. You did, and it was just like, it was just close enough to be annoying. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been, otherwise it was just music and fireworks. But it was it was so close to being right. So well done for getting it that close. Uh, it, yeah, so did you do any fireworks? Uh, no, uh, we did fireworks at the wedding. You just had the fireworks of the, the honeymoon. Um, but yeah, those were cool. Thanks, man. Um, but we could actually see our local fireworks display from our living room. So that yeah, was handy. Uh, that was handy. That means we caught up on watching uh, Taskmaster and uh, got to watch the fireworks. Taskmaster. Yeah, it's a show on. Day. Oh yeah, yeah, with Greg Davis. Right? That's right. Yeah, 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 very good. They've, they've just finished the uh, the fifth se- season of that now. So then they announced they're doing the Champion of Champions mm. for the next series, which is very exciting. Like a sort of bragging rights Survivor series. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so let's do some reviews before we finish up. First off, we have Mickey's the guy. Mickey's no. Oh no. Mickey's sad guy. Mickey's sad guy. Ah, oh, I thought it was Mickey's. A guy, or, or Mickey's no. ad guy. I hope it is Mickey's ad guy. Maybe, yeah, he's, I hope he's, cheer up, Mickey man. If that he is, is your... Mickey, it's so fine, and he works in an ad agency. Yeah, he's the ad guy. He's the ad guy. Yeah, let's ignore the depression and just make he's... up our own. Uh, everything's happy. Michael, not P.S. Hayes, is the title. Uh, weirdly, firstly, that is my real name. Oh. <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah. Meaning I can never become a wrestler with my real name. But secondly, and most importantly, this podcast is hosted by two top gents who ramble like no one else, and you can't teach that. Uh, thanks, Luke and Ollie. Keep being awesome and making my work nights even better. Hashtag SWAF Nation. Thanks, Mickey's ad guy. Cheers, Michael Hayes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh,. Chris Cruel. Speaking of wrestler names. That's a good wrestling name. Writes truly amazing. Great banter and informative. Yeah, Thank cheers, you, Chris. Chris. Cool. Nice, short and sweet. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll see you on Wednesday. Are you going to watch last week's Raw and SmackDown? Probably not. Just do watch I, Do I need clips. to watch anything? Yeah. Ah, Raw's good, though. And the, Na- not Nakamura, the Owens, yeah, the Owens-Nakamura main event was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... But it's all going to be in the recap pack. That's what I'm it? thinking. Yeah, I think I don't really need to, to catch up. You anything. will get such a kick out of the Braun Strowman return angle. Yeah. That you should just watch that clip on YouTube. I'll, I'll maybe yeah. I'll watch that when we get out of here. And so, yeah, Smackdown. Maybe Paige is coming back because it's in England. It is in England. We'll probably see the Bludgeon Brothers debut. Yes! Because they have been at the, the live They're, shows. I know. I saw their uh, their outfits. They yeah. did not look great. Not with hammers. Uh, well, well, maybe they're saving that for the TV debut. Yeah, you don't want to give it all to the live <laughs> no, events, exactly. do you? Uh, Yeah, but we'll see you on Wednesday. Love you. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.